Donna, you got a victorious <laughs> finger. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right, everybody, we're back. Beth, would you like to take it away and tell everybody what we're going to be talking about today? It's Beth, Donna, and Vic back with three chicks. I love that you act like I know what I'm doing. <laughs> we are the three chicks, and one of us two. has to. One of us has to. Uh, we're talking about emails today. Um, you know, is it dead? Is it alive? Is how do you do it? Blah 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 blah. HTML, text. Oh, so much. Um, let's talk about that. I've had an email list since forever and a day. Two thousand one, actually. Uh, how about you guys? I've been on her email list since forever and a day. And I'm on the email list as well. How many names do you have now, Beth? I usually tend to flirt with around 10K. Hey, which that's is, a nice amount. Which is way cool, way cool. And, and I think, too, you know, as we're talking about emails, and I have had lists. I don't have a list right now because my business just isn't in that sphere anymore. But we, we should also talk about other things like blogs and vlogs and, and how you boost your presence. That's really what I think we're, we're getting at today. And Donna, you just came back from the uh, Traffic and Conversion Conference in San Diego. Why don't you tell us about that? Yes, it was uh, three really intense days of um, everything you've always wanted to know about digital marketing. And one of the things that was very, very interesting to me was the um, plateauing, for lack of a better word, of email and the quick meteoric rise of uh, vlogs, which are basically video blogs that people yeah. are putting on social media yeah. and that we're talking Facebook, Instagram, you know, those kinds of things. And that is really what's starting to get traction now. In the days when email was new, or even as of, I want to say three years ago, the thing was it takes seven to nine touches before someone makes a buying decision or gets to know you and look forward to having that relationship, that online relationship. Well, now we're talking 20 touches. Oh my God. What is the, what does, uh, Ryan Dice is the guy who does the traffic and conversion, right? What does Ryan say about why it's gone so high? Because everybody is doing emails. Um, <sighs> it and, makes sense. Yeah. You and, know, and a lot and, of people, in my opinion, are doing email really badly and it's exactly. ru not ruining it, but it's making it more difficult for the people who really want to do it right. Um, I deal with a lot of new authors and it's amazing they make their email list and then every single, I mean, sometimes they'll send out things two, three times a day, which, which has your prerogative, but it's all buy my book, buy my book, buy my book, have you bought my book? Mm -hmm. you my book? You're, they're not mm -hmm. giving good content. And so that all this is glut is, um, yes. yeah. And, yeah. That, and that is it. You're like 75% of the emails that you do get are really bad, badly written. As you said, Beth, it's all buy my book, buy my book. Here's why you need to buy my book. And oh, did I tell you I have a book? Um, <laughs> it's nothing about uh, developing that relationship with that person that's on the other end of the computer screen. And Not a lot of helpers, people who want to help. Right, right yes. And you right. know, it goes back to that old adage, know me, like me, trust me, buy from me. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and we're skipping all the know me and like me and trust me part of it because greed is the thing and when I mean when I've written emails for clients I have had to convince them do not sell every email when That's you right. send out an email 
give them really good information, give them a link to signing up for your newsletter, and that's it. Don't sell them. Don't sell them. Did people listen to me? Yeah, sometimes, but not a lot. Not a lot, no. And then also, I think another problem is I recently read a book and it just incensed me. See, hey, hey I'm being outraged. Outraged <laughs> Um he talked about the importance of doing outrageous and crazy things to stand out in the crowd. And now, I mean, I was like, oh my gosh, now we're going to have like this arms race of crazy hood. And that is indeed what is happening. And you know how, you know what happens in the entertainment industry? It doesn't as much anymore, but this outrageous and crazy thing, actors who wanted to get in to see agents or managers would send birthday cakes, pizzas, balloons. I mean, having them physically delivered. And it's that kind of crazy stuff that I think we're going to start seeing. I don't know if you can actually, you know, email a birthday cake, but you could certainly <laughs> order one and have it delivered. That's kind of creepy. <laughs> but, but, a lot, but a lot of the core of email campaigns, the ones that do work are the ones that take the format of exactly what Beth said, mm -hmm. you know, here I am, get to know me, get to trust me, get to love me, and then buy from me. And that takes a long time it to does take time. that, you know, and you have, that's why you have to constantly nurture, you have to give good content, you have to make it worth your while to want to open up the email. And you have to be willing to share part of your personal life. Um, uh, yes, absolutely. I can send, it's crazy. I can, I've, I've been sending out writing, et cetera, since 2001. And the only content that I really can consistently get comments on is my notes from Minnesota, which is mm -hmm. from the publisher's desk. And I, you know, I just talk about... Bum, bum, bum. Oh, <laughs> I love you her. You when I do that. She is so funny, that dog. Mini me. You know, it, it just, you know, sharing what's going on in my life. You know, when, when I lost Rudy, my other dog, I mean, I got hundreds of emails from people saying, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry to hear that. And then they'd tell me their stories, you know. And, that's right. and, that, and that's important because you want to use this to build a conversation. And that's really what it's all about. Everything you want to do for your business, whether it's through email or on social media, is you want to go out there and start a conversation. You want people to get to know you like Beth. Yeah. I'm not surprised that you say that because people are getting to know you. They're getting to like you. They're going to feel like you're a friend and then they'll trust you and buy from you. And that's what really is all about with the successful email marketing. Do you think that part of the reason why people are jumping the gun and going directly to buy from me is because of some of these courses out there that promise that you're going to make six figures doesn't include the decimal point, six figures in like three months? I think, I think that's definitely part of it. I think it's also buy from me because, you know, I want to make money really fast. Mm -hmm. And I, I think it's also people that just don't know any better. You know, they think, okay, well, I have a book, I've got to sell it. So I've got to like pitch it out to my email list. Right. And they get really nervous about putting effort toward emails 
that aren't going to get sales, <laughs> you know, and I even run into this with a couple of clients of mine, you know, I tell them you should do a monthly newsletter, do some kind of really good article and, and do a soft sell at the end. And then they'll t come back to me and then say, well, we ran it the way you wanted and we don't get any sales from it. And I'm like, well, you're not meant you're to. You're not supposed to. You know, right. you're just doing it to help build that relationship with people. Right. I think it's too, and I think another problem, especially with the email courses that I have seen online, is that the uh, a lot of times the people who are presenting them talk about your recipient as being a prospect. And mm -hmm. when I think of a prospect, I, I don't mm -hmm. think of my mom. I don't think of my dad. I don't think of my friends. I don't think of an actual human being reading this mm -hmm. and it's a, it's toothless, a right. it's a toothless person digging for gold in california and yes exactly. yeah, right <laughs> you, you have to understand that every person who signs up for your list is something fairly precious which is their email address right that's that's a privilege and you don't take that lightly these are people i never say the word prospect because i think it's so demeaning i always say my readers i always say mm -hmm. you know human beings people who people who people who are reading right. what I, I what a privilege to have someone read something i've written you know oh, yeah that's right exactly exactly that's exactly right i think that it's um it's a really fine tightrope and there's it's become a super saturated market back when all all of us were getting uh into it email wasn't quite as common as it is now now it's easy and it's free yes right it's, I mean, it's well, no, for the, most, for the most part. Right. Yeah. But it's, it's more free than putting, and it takes less time than putting a stamp on an envelope. We actually do that at, at my company. When we have a, some really, we have a list of really great customers and we will actually snail mail them. I think that's great. Send out Christmas cards for no apparent reason, just to keep that human touch in there because yes. the internet, I don't know if you've noticed Sometimes the internet can be a little anonymous. No, really? Donna, Donna did, did, did you get a Christmas card? I didn't get a Christmas card from Felton. You moved. You moved, Victoria. Oh, that's cool. I moved three years ago. It's just fun. We just have a house list. Who, you know? So now the it's next small, question. it's small. Don't, don't think we're sending out tens of thousands of, I, I'm not using the auto pen. Pardon me? <laughs> You've never heard of an auto pen. I don't know what that is. An auto pen is how the president of the United States, any president you want, sends out a million Christmas cards. They have a pen that writes the signature. There's no pen. reason I didn't get one then, eh? Okay. Absolutely. Donna, you were going to say so, something. Should so we then talk the next about? question is, well, if email is kind of plateauing and a little on the decline, mm -hmm. what is getting results? And what and did TNC say? TNC said the things that are getting results now are your video ads and blogs. And okay. that's what you're doing. Social media. Social mm -hmm. media is where you want to be. And it's people that are just taking their phone and talking into the camera for two minutes. Mm -hmm. And it could be about anything. It could be okay. about, hi, everybody. I'm here. You know, I just wanted to let you know about this new blog I wrote. Or, you know, I have this great sale going on. And you always have that call to action in there, which right. leads them to 
the site. You always want your audience to do something, you know, and this is what's getting traction now. And they ran some interesting tests to see which of these ads work better. Mm-hmm. Um, or is it the, you know, off the cuff people just driving and, you know, and talking into their phone or, you know, what, or is it, you know, like a, 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 something that's a little more slickly produced right. in every single case, the ones that worked the best were the ones of the person just talking into their iPhone. Yeah. It's not the slick production. It's the, you know, I could pick up my Samsung and talk about, uh, what to look out for when you're signing a contract as a writer. Right. Yep. Boom. And that's what is working. Yeah. And, and it, I believe uh, and some guy who spoke at the show said, I mean, he made like tens of thousands of dollars selling his book, just doing these different video blogs, whenever the mood would strike him, he would just, yeah do one. And he said, don't worry about how it looks. Don't worry about how it sounds. Just get it up there. Mm-hmm. And that's what more and more people are doing. And you have Instagram, you have Facebook, you have YouTube, and it's relatively low cost for you to go ahead and do these things. Mm-hmm. It and, is. It, and it's another way of people getting to know you and getting to like you. And it's starting that conversation and getting a reaction. You want to get that reaction out of the person on the other side. Oh, yeah. And I did a whole bunch of videos um, when I was selling Garden Rack. That's kind of, and Beth is going, I know. Um, <laughs> I'm probably, I'm probably going to be taking it down in the next couple no, of weeks just no, because it's no. been up for 13 years. No. I'm not, I'm not, what do you mean? <laughs> Wait, I'm still using my Garden Rack. Well, that doesn't mean you can't still use it. I'll give you a testimonial rack. video. Keep it fresh. Oh, oh, oh. Great product. I'm talking to you done recording. (laughs) (laughs) I did a whole series of videos showing what I was doing with Garden Rack, where I was planting seeds, where I was showing people how to use the trellis. And so, and that, that started a a conversation with people. Exactly. And how long did those those videos continue to bring you sales after you? They do. They do. And I, I have like, I don't know over 250,000 views, maybe it's about 400,000 now in since 2006. Wow. That's pretty good. And, and lots of people still subscribe. So I know maybe I need to think about this. Maybe Maybe it just needs a refreshing. It does need a refreshing and it needs to, uh, what was that? A polish. A polish. It needs to actually be redesigned. And what I might do is just take it into Wix out of HostGator and, and just redo it, just do it myself. It's not you that. betcha. Ooh, baby. I just have to find the, the slice of time. But you know, there's a situation where I would, I would venture to guess that in the world of gardening, you probably aren't seeing the email saturation that you would in, than in other niches. You know, it's interesting. Uh, when I wanted people to sign up for my list, they wouldn't do it. Interesting. They didn't want, they didn't want to sign up for a gardening tips l- list at all. And so I stopped that list and I found that my uh, sales went up. That is fascinating. Because I'm not pushing them to go on to some kind of list. If they have a question, they ask it on YouTube or they write me on the website. That is interesting. So it's good to test. You never know, Mm -hmm. do you? 
that's mm-hmm. it. That's it. You never know. I never would have guessed that you would have had that kind of result, Victoria, but my mm-hmm. God, that's, that's amazing. That's mm-hmm. really amazing. They were uh, at our height. We were selling probably about four to $500 a month. And that might not sound like a lot to people, but it's a $29.95 product. Right. So it's a small price. It's not like we're, you know, selling, we're not selling a physical garden rack. We're selling the plans for a garden rack. And so, you know, that, that price. And when I took the price point up from $24.95 to $29.95, it sold better. The wonders of price testing. Five bucks. And, and that's really, you know, as we're talking about this, you do need to test things. You need to find out what is working well in, in the world of copywriting. It's called A-B testing. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes you do C-D testing as well. And you change the subject line or you change a couple words in the copy. Um, but it really, it has to resonate with people. You have to tell a story in every email. And you have to make your emails worth reading. That's mm-hmm. exactly right. And if, you, if, if when your email does come into somebody's inbox and they've had a good experience with you in the past, they're more likely to open that email. Oh, I wonder right. what's going on with Minnie. Oh, you know, what if she, you know, whatever. Right. It's kind of amazing. And have a, a good subject line. You know, I, I really try to avoid hype because I've, <laughs> I, I've heard so many formulas, you know, the for you's and all that kind of stuff. And sometimes it's just the simple ones do the best. That's right. Never, that's, that's exactly right. And that is what is doing better these days. It's it just like authentic. With the videos. Right. It's right. authentic. That's why people right. love the ones that are on the phone and not the produced ones because it's just more genuine, more authentic. Oh, no, wow. And- she's not all made up. She's not all dressed to the nines this time. You know, it's- I am. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you always are, love. That's me. But I you know what? People. We, we don't overly produce our podcasts. We might put some music at the beginning with our logo and some music as an outro, but that's it. This is, this is what you see is what you well, get. That's just because the music's so awesome. Well, it is. Yeah, well, that's right. We, so all, then, we all knew that going in, the music. Was just, so then the no, question I, is then, aside from social media, yeah. what else is working that gets traction for your site, and that is blogs. Content, that was, I'd say, one of the huge themes at uh, the conference that I just came back from. Content is indeed king. And it's got to be really, or queen, it's got to be really good content that people are going to find useful. I mean, you just can't like buy an article from a content site and just put it up there just for the sake of putting it up there. It's got to be information that's tailored to your audience, whatever that might be. And what's great about a blog is, you know, it makes you look like an expert. It's a way of starting a conversation, sharing your knowledge. And also, the more blog and information you have on your site, the better your SEO rankings are going to be. And that's this going is interesting. to bring more when people. You when you mentioned purchasing articles, um, there's a number of uh, people on like freelance sites like, um, uh, can, can we name sites? Sure. Okay, oh, well, there's, on Fiverr, for example, you can get the whole crap ton of articles for super cheap. Right. Uh, highly not recommended. Uh, turns out that they have... They're generally, and this, I'm, I'm totally, this is a whole nother conversation we can have about how they do this, but they, they, they put code in it 
And so it'll, it'll pass like copy skate to make sure it's not plagiarized. But then when you put it on your website, Google sees all this gibberish in the HTML and you will get delisted. Oh, wow. wow. That's really, yeah. really wow. there's a whole big story people. And I'm just, that's amazing information for our, read, our listeners to know. That's really, huh? that's what? amazing information for our listeners to know. Oh yeah. I just, yes. There, there's been a, there was a, a great big controversy this past month where an, a romance author had purchased a ghost writing for super cheap on Fiverr and it turned out to be like all plagiarized. She's got like 30, 30 to oh 50 books out and like all of them are plagiarized. Oh my Lord. And so wow. she would, she would take these snippets from other people's books, bring them to the ghostwriter who would then clean them up and blah, 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 blah. Anyway, and all this, oh, this ghostwriting stuff just kind of exploded. So I guess, you know, simply if you're trying to sell yourself, which is all you can sell, because mm -hmm. I could steal from Donna, I never would. <laughs> steal back and forth all the time, but it, they, they'll steal your words, but they can't steal you. Yes. Yeah. And so when you pour, you know, when you pour yourself into your blog, that's not going to get ripped off. Something Donna said that just struck me. And I, who was that? Was that Savvy? It's, it's not her. She's the UPS man. <laughs> Something that Donna said that struck me and I wrote it down was positioning yourself as the expert. Here's the reason why I chafe at that. Because it makes you inauthentic. If you're being an expert all the time, and I'm not saying that that's wrong. I'm just saying for me personally, I lose my personality when I'm trying to look like I know everything. Because I know. Well, it depends upon your definition of expert, because I actually do see you as an expert in many well, topics, particularly in the writing and legal, blah, 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 all of that. You're, you're a very well-rounded person, but you can be an expert and be you. You have to be yeah, an expert guess, occasionally gives one finger salutes. I do. And it is, yes, the finger you're expecting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I guess the expert part, I, I start thinking about people who are kind of slimy in the industry. Ooh, no. And so that's the expert that I don't want to go to be. I want to be me. I want to be me. I've got to be me. I've got to turn on this light because I lost my key light. Right. By, by being someone who comes across as authentic, people are going to see you, even though you don't think of yourself in as an expert, people are going to see you that way. And they're going to right. get to know you that way. And before you know it, they're going to say, well, now, what, is, what does she think? What does she have to say? You know, everything that you, she says, I, I agree with. This is great. But they got to know me as a person. First. Right. And that's what I guess I'm, I'm trying to differentiate between pretending you're an expert and really Ooh, being. That's huge. That's, that is that's, really huge. that's yes. the distinction where I don't want people to just go running out and saying, I'm an expert in this. Just like uh, we see some new copywriters who suddenly think they are the bee's knees and they're <laughs> experts in, I knew, I knew Beth would laugh at that. At bee's knees. Or, or you know, other, other um, you know, people in the industry, 
fill in your industry here, but right. I know that uh, Beth and Victoria know what I'm talking about, that claim to be, you know, master experts, but yet we're their clients. Right. And they don't have exactly. numbers to back it up. And, exactly. you know, and I think all three of us are, are, you know, I don't know if we're experts or not, but none of us are afraid to say, I don't know, you know. Exactly. And I think that that's really important to be able to say, I don't have an answer, but I'll look for it. So now and, what and I may you, not find it because things are changing fast. Oh, real fast. And, and what do you say to the person out there that says, oh, God, blogs, I hate blogs. What do I do? I don't know how to write a blog. What should I do? What do you tell that person? Um, do a vlog instead. If you don't like writing, if you don't feel like that's comfortable for you, get on your phone and record something 60 seconds about anything. I mean, it's, it's, if you can uh, appeal to a broad base, that's great. Mm -hmm. um, if there's something that you have noticed in your industry and you just want to say, hey, you know what? I mean, the, one of the things that we could do, we could do, that I could probably do in a while, is the difference between um, pretending you're an expert and actually being one. Right, right. And also, too, you know, as you learn, like any new skill, the first couple of videos aren't going to be all that great They're until not. you get used to it. And then, boom, you could start doing it right when you're sitting at your desk. And even and, if they're not so great, that's okay, too. Oh, sure. Because it happens Pe to... People are still going to want to hear what you have to say. Yeah, and that's then right. if you really want to write a blog, but you don't, you know, you hate writing, you can hire someone to do it for you. Just right. try not to go to a content provider if you <laughs> help it. Exactly. Um, but you can find someone to maybe, you know, polish up something for you just to right. get it up there and out right. there. Right. And then read it yourself. Put, you know, change out the words that you would never use and try to make, you know, capture your own voice in some way. You know, exactly. if you're going to hire someone to write you it, at the very least need to proofread it and make sure it's, you know, whoa, I'd never say that. You don't want right. to have that on there. No, absolutely. This has really been good. Um, you know, we've been talking for about half an hour, which is about what we usually do. I think we can expand on a lot of the things that we talked about today. And certainly if uh, anybody has any questions, you can write us at threechicks.com and, uh, you know, we'll answer your questions. And we're happy to do that and, and always around to, to schmooze. And if there are any subjects that you would like to see the three chicks talk yeah, about, yeah. by all means, we want to hear your recommendations. We For want sure. to know what burning questions you have out there. Um, chances are one of the three of us have been there, done that, and have the t-shirt. So please, you know. And use it as a rag. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, and, anytime. And feel free to join our email list. We yes. won't spam you. Nope. No, we won't. Never, ever. Nope, nope, nope. I think that's great. Well, great. Well, we, we will be back. Uh, who's this? I could use my lips. Hey, lady. Remember that? <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> I love Jerry Lewis. Um, we'll be back next month. First Thursday of the month is when we do our podcasts, and we get them listed as quickly as we possibly can. So uh, Beth, Vic, and Donna will see you in about a month. Have a great one. Have Thank a great you. one.